Hey everyone, and welcome to the Ugly Cried Podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie McCabe, and on today's episode, my friend April and I chat about brain surgery, the notebook, and ugly crying over love letters. Listener discretion is advised as we touch on some sensitive topics in this episode. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Ugly Cry Podcast. I'm Lizzie, your hostess with the mostest. Um, and I'm here with one of my very good longtime friends, um, April Springer. Hello. I almost said April Showers. <laughs> <laughs> That's my name on Instagram. Yes, it everyone. is. <laughs> but um, we were just talking about how April is like a super fan of this show and and she hit me up and well you didn't hit me up about did you I did okay April I hit me sure up did. and asked if she could be I was on like it. please please <laughs> please let me be on this show <laughs> but that's okay I need people to tell me like if you I think I said it in the, the last episode but if you are a person that knows me or doesn't know me you're a person <laughs> and you want to be on this show and you think you have a good ugly uh, ugly cry story to tell just send me a dm on instagram or send me a text message if you are privileged enough to have my phone number <laughs> and um and let me know because i would love to talk to you um and hear about your ugly cries and expand my circle of people because it's starting to get small <laughs> I'm no, running out of people. <laughs> um, Honestly, so many people I feel like have these stories. And I I think that this is the best part of the show because, you know, you get to, I don't know, I guess hear everybody else's and, and laugh along or cry along with them. And I don't know, I, I, I think that you're going to find so many more people that are excited to do this or really want to do this. Yeah, I... It, it really, and if you guys are having, like, a reaction to this podcast that is emotional or, like, good or even bad, like, let me know. I love hearing about when people, like, text me and tell me, like, oh, my God, your podcast made me cry or, like, oh, my God, your podcast was so funny today. Please let me know because um, I love that validation. <laughs> <laughs> I um, crave it. <laughs> so, Please validate me. <laughs> Please tell me how great I am. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so we, April and I, full disclosure, April and I have been talking um, for about three hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a few glasses yeah. of wine. We, we so. both had a few glasses of wine, but right at this moment, we are drinking a red blend and it's, it's a very, it's not a special red blend, but it's a very good blend. Red Blend's one of my favorites. It's from Trader Joe's. <laughs> also the wine I brought today yeah. before this is from Trader Joe's. That's good to know, though, because I liked that wine. Yeah. I'm going to keep that bottle, and yeah. I'm going to go get that, yeah, that wine probably this weekend. I love wine. Wine is my favorite. Dude, me fucking too. 
my, I, my wine drunk is the best drunk. Just, I just, like, as I've gotten older, because when I was, like, 20, when I was, like, 18 to, like, 22, okay, I was like, yes, I fucking love vodka and Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love vodka and anything. Like, I'm... <laughs> I was like, All the alcohol. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna take tequila shots in this bar right now. I still do that. Absolutely. Let's fucking not I don't do that. <laughs> but when I'm home, I prefer to drink wine at home or white claws, but it'll usually I'll start with wine and then progress into white claws once the wine is gone. So Corey, which is my boyfriend, uh Corey, I love you, Corey. Hi, Corey. You're definitely gonna listen to this. Anyway, um, Corey's gonna listen to every episode from now on, right, Corey? Yes, Corey. <laughs> Corey's gonna subscribe and leave me a review, right, Corey? Yes. <laughs> anyway. He's gonna be like, I don't wanna ever talk to you bitch again. <laughs> No, but he literally told me one time, he's like, your wine drunk is the best drunk you are. Like, you're the best drunk wine drunk. Good, yeah. And I fully agree. There's just something about, like, because every, I do feel like every alcohol has, like, a different effect on you when you're drinking it. Like, my best drunks are definitely, like, wine drunk, and I'm really fun when I'm tequila drunk. When I'm tequila drunk, I'm, like vibing hard i i i I feel that if i wasn't allergic to tequila how are you allergic to tequila i drank it one time and i got hives and it (gasps) closed my throat it was not oh my god (laughs) so i but i feel i see that on everyone that drinks tequila it makes me so sad because i cannot (laughs) I i love tequila and the tequila hangovers are like fucking not even that bad that's awesome vodka hangovers are fucking aggressive and horrible and i'm an absolute fucking jackass when i'm vodka drunk i'm like yeah everybody's gonna do what i fucking say i am also the same way i am also the same way i got blackout drunk one time uh on a saint patrick's day and told one of my best friends, Tressa, um, that uh, to like get the fuck out of my way. Oh and my I, and cause she was like, April, we should go home. And I was like, I don't want to go home. <laughs> I was so mean and aggressive. You yeah. are so funny. Like, so I've known April for a while now. And we so, okay, also we played, so I, this is a great story. I'm going to tell, it's not an ugly cry story, but this is the story of our friendship. Okay. So I met April when I was in college and like at the community college that I can't talk about, but we're not going to talk about the community college today. I promise. I promise. (laughs) Um, but we met at school and we had been friends for like a year. A year and a half almost. Mm -hmm. And then we were doing something. I was at April's house. And April and I grew up in the same city. We went to different high schools because I went to high school outside of the city that I grew up in. Um, But we we grew up in the same city. Like, we live literally like 10 minutes away from each other. And... I was at April's house and I was like looking around. It's like a normal white people house. <laughs> she had the mantle with like above the fireplace with like the TV's like right there and then all the pictures of her like growing up. Because I'm also an only child. Well, so. I'm not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but all of the pictures of April. And I was looking at one picture of April. You know those ASO pictures? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, those ASO pictures of, like, you with the soccer ball and, like, your soccer uniform. You were wearing a teal soccer uniform. Yeah. And I was like, April, did we play on the same soccer team when we were, like, 10 years old? I, dude, I cannot believe. (laughs) And you went, you went, I don't know, did we? And I said, was this team's name the Geckos? And you were like, the green geckos, geckos. And I was like, do you remember that girl that made bead geckos keychains for every single person on the team? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, that bitch was me. (laughs) Honestly, I cannot believe we were on the same soccer team. And I just like didn't have any recollection. Why would we have known that? Yeah, True. But it's just crazy because even, um, like, before we had this discussion, I remember meeting your mom at, like, some theater thing Mm -hmm. and being like, God, she looks so familiar. That's so funny. But I was like, oh, it's probably because we all live in Chino Hills, like, whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But then that makes, like, a whole lot of sense. That was so crazy that you and I were on that soccer team together. (laughs) I couldn't fucking believe it. I... I definitely did that. Our team was named the Green Geckos, and I made these, like, it was, like, all the rage when I was, like, fucking, like, eight or ten or however old I was. Dude, those keychains were awesome, though. I made these, like, intricate, like, beaded gecko keychains, like, lizard keychains for every single girl on my team. And they were all fucking different colors. I know. I loved it. Yeah. And and they were all jazzed about it. But I... I, How funny would it have been if I was, like... You mean this This keychain? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been fucking epic. I'm sad that didn't happen. But anyway, so April and I have known each other for a long time, but but, um, mostly in college. and, And I don't remember where I was going with this. Oh, and so as long as I've known April, if you know April, you know that April is physically not that imposing. She's, she's beautiful and like very like slender and dainty and, and, (laughs) and now she looks like a pixie because she has the best haircut and, um, I get very uncomfortable people complimenting me. When April gets mad at you, it is like crazy because she just comes after you and there's no, that's that's very true. There's no hiding. (laughs) And so much rage comes yeah. out of this little person. And so and so I can imagine you screaming at Tressa yeah. to just like, move out of the way! <laughs> just like, don't tell me to go yeah. home! <laughs> to move out of the way! People don't tell me to go home! People thought we were going to fight in the bar. Dude. People thought that I was going to legit fight her. Uh, at least you don't cry. I cry a lot when I... That drama. I cry sometimes, but I'm usually like much more assertive for whatever reason. That's okay. That happens. That happens sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we are drinking a red one, a red blend from Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh my god. Um, we're drinking a red blend from Trader Joe's. <laughs> From Trader Joe's. It is delicious. It's called Cooper and Thief. It's like $24, so it's a little bit bougier than I like to admit. 
but I love it. It's a bourbon um, barrel aged wine, so it's mm. so it sits in bourbon barrels to it's age, delicious. and it's fucking delicious. It's I would if you're feeling fancy, but like on a budget. <laughs> go to Trader Joe's and buy Cooper Honestly, and Honestly, Trader Joe's has a great selection. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. Go there. Just go and just walk around. Like, you don't have to buy anything. <laughs> just go to Trader They should sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should sponsor me. They won't. <laughs> Trader Joe, if you're listening, <laughs> sponsor my podcast. Um, but April is here to do this episode with me, and I couldn't be more thrilled. Um so let's start with couch cries. You have a couple. Yes. I'm gonna start with one. Okay. Because it just happened today, like right before you came over. Okay. And okay, so I, Matthew and I, decided to watch The Queen's Gambit. And I've been meaning to get to that. Fucking watch it. Fucking watch it. It is so good. <gasps> and okay, full disclaimer though, and I don't. This isn't me. Like for everybody who's like listening to this, like. I'm not trying to virtue signal right now. There is, like, some some information floating around that the Queen's Gambit, like, whitewashed a story of a Cuban chess player. Oh. Because it's based on a novel, and apparently, like, that novel was based on this female Cuban chess player. Oh. And obviously, the limited series no on Netflix. I didn't know either until I saw it. On, I saw it on Facebook floating around and all this stuff. So, so... With that in mind, just be aware of that while you're watching. Okay. However, The Queen's Gambit is an excellent television show. Okay. It is a limited series. It's on Netflix. Ever, I'm sure everybody fucking knows about it. It's fucking amazing. And I was watching it today. And I'm not going to talk about it, about, like, the part that I cried at or, like, why I cried or whatever. <clears throat> but I... The last two episodes, I pretty much cried. I cried a lot in the last two episodes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and 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 I was kind of like embarrassed because I didn't think Matt was crying because <laughs> we were watching it together. <laughs> and he was on a different couch, and so I was like sitting there and I was doing that Why thing were you on different couches because I don't want him <laughs> like up in my grill. <laughs> I sleep next to him. I mean, true. True. Uh, he can sleep. So I Matt, Matthew is six He's also foot a very six. large person. <laughs> He's so tall. And I am not small. <laughs> we are two generally pretty That's large. True. Corey individual. and I are very small. Yeah, you weigh like fucking 100 pounds. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not body shaming you, but like. <laughs> You're skinny, April. But also my boyfriend's like Yeah, you guys are like Well, I mean, he's not short. He's just much shorter than Matt. Matt's just like yeah, ridiculously tall. Unbelievably tall. Yeah. And um and so we're large people, so we sit on different couches because we like to be comfortable. <laughs> and um and so I was like sitting there and I was like doing that thing where I hold my breath so that I'm not making crying <laughs> noises. And just tears were just coming out of my face. And I, like, angled my head. So I was, like, kind of watching the TV sideways. And, like, just, like, trying not to, like, sniffle or anything oh like that. Gosh. And then the episode ended. And then I went. <clears throat> and Matt goes, you good dog. <laughs> and I was like, 
oh, okay, so this is what we're doing. And so then I just let it all go. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, The Queen's Gambit's so fucking good. I can't wait to watch it. Everybody watch it. It's an outstanding... Oh, my, my belly. Did you hear that? <laughs> my, my stomach just growled. Um, But... It's an outstanding television show. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's beautifully made. The writing is exceptional. The production of it is The production of it is fucking amazing. The acting in it is is like oh my god, the 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 girl who plays Beth Harmon is unbelievably good. Holy shit. Um just an exceptional show. Watch awesome. it. Everybody watch it. Everybody go watch Queen's Gambit. Right <laughs> fucking now. Um, so that's my couch cry for this week. Okay. What is yours? So I have two. Excellent. Uh, I did one because it's very recent. Um, oh my god, I thought you said racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. One uh, because it's very racist. Dear god. I was like, Oh my goodness! I wish you would have disclosed. Recent, that to me. recent, everyone, recent. I'm sorry, the wine is getting to me. <laughs> okay, so one is very recent. Yes. Excellent. So the first one I'll tell you is a recent one. Um, so I am literally obsessed with Shit's Creek. Oh, fucking good! <clears throat> and oh my god, that fucking show. So like. If you haven't watched it, obviously I can't give away spoilers. We know this by now. Um, but let's just say, like, that show is absolute beauty and grace. And I am obsessed with it in every which way possible. Um, but there's two episodes that happen that are my absolute faves. And they have to do with David and Patrick. Mm-hmm. And they're amazing. But the very last episode of the entire series... I sat on my couch and watched it with my parents and was sobbing the entire episode. I need to, like, go back and start it over. <laughs> like, just... I, I can't believe this happening. <laughs> like, I was a fucking wreck. Just totally emotional. But seriously, like, everyone go watch Shit's Creek because it is the best show. Uh, honestly, like... My two favorite shows are Parks and Rec and that. Okay, so comedy I, shows. I have this like big flaw, mm-hmm. personality flaw, where I don't like things to end. So I'll get to the last you. episode of a series and then I'll just go and start it from the beginning and I won't watch the last episode because oh, no. I don't. I Did don't you do want that with this? Over. Um, I haven't finished Shits Shits Creek. Okay, so I think I'm only on like season three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I know which episode you're talking about with with Patrick and and um. There's yeah, there's yeah, two. there's the one. There's the one with Patrick. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's I've seen up to that point. Okay. Um, that by the way, that song that Patrick sings to David. Uh huh changed my life oh my god <laughs> we can't say too much more because it's it recent just, yeah. but um, changed my life changed yeah Shit's creek is so <laughs> funny but um i haven't seen the very last episode of parks and rec yeah no. i never watched it yeah uh that was an emotional one too but like Shit's creek got me more because of what happens in the last <clears throat> episodes of Shit's creek like just 
wrecked me. Like, just yeah. totally wrecked me. And then my second couch cry is, so, I don't know if everyone's heard of The Notebook. That is a great opener. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of the notebook. <laughs> but literally, okay, so. I'm glad I, you're talking about this. Yes. I refused to watch this movie. And if you talk to my best friend, Tressa, she can contest to this. I refused to watch this movie for years after it came out because it's all the hype. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, I love it. It's so beautiful. Oh, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, I, I don't care. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to watch that movie. So one night we were trying to find a movie to watch and Tressa's like, let's watch The Notebook. And I'm like, Okay, well, I guess. Like, sure. <laughs> if you're holding a gun to my head. <laughs> yeah, basically. I guess we'll watch The Notebook, so Tressa. She's like, please, April. She's like, please, it's a really good movie. You have to watch it. And I'm like, okay, fine. <clears throat> so we start watching this movie. 15 minutes into this movie, Lizzie, I'm not even kidding. I'm fine. I'm cool, right? Right? Yeah, because the beginning's not. 15 oh, minutes. 15 minutes in. 15 minutes in, I'm fine. After 15 minutes, I am bawling my eyes out. What? From 15 minutes all the way to a half hour after this fucking movie ended. Because it's I not was short. short. That movie's no. not short. Like, the whole time. So you cried for like, you cried for like two and a half hours. Two and a half hours for sure. <laughs> like I was bawling. Bawling, bawling. I mean, that storyline is just gorgeous like everything about it is gorgeous the older couple made me like melt into like itty bitty little pieces on the ground and I was just gushing tears like Tressa didn't oh know what God. to do my parents didn't know what to do it was a lot <laughs> I had so that's so good. I love that. I also had a very emotional experience watching the fucking notebook because I'm a human being. And yes. <laughs> but but I had two different experiences watching okay. it because the first time I watched it, I watched it when it was like on network television. Mm -hmm. And on network television, like on it was like on Oxygen okay, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. TNT or something. Mm -hmm. And I was younger. I was like, I don't even remember what year it came out. I was probably like, in, I was a teenager for sure. But so the first time I watched it, I watched it on network television. They don't show the whole sex scene oh. on network television. And, and so, and I'm not saying I, I cried at that. But, so I cried like at the very end, the first That's time I watched so it. That's so annoying. Because it's know. not even that bad. I know, but I mean, it's like kind of sex. Like it's like kind of. I mean, I racy. guess. Like I guess, kind of I guess, I guess, I guess. Like he like brings her in the house. He's like hold. He's like meh, holding her, and he like, <laughs> comes in and like shoves her against the wall, and like true, true. and then he like there's that scene where like he takes off all her clothes except her fucking necklace or something. I haven't seen the movie in a long yeah, time. Yeah. It's like race. It's like kind of racy. Yeah, <clears> yeah. For, especially like I like grew up a prude. Well, I guess not really, but I grew up sheltered. <clears throat> yeah. And so 
And so I watched that movie and I, and a little bit of the, the sex scene is in it, but then they cut to mm. like when she like wakes up and like he's like in the house or whatever. And like yeah. she's like holding the sheets and like whatever. So then, so then I get to the end of the movie and of course, like the end of that fucking movie is tragic as fuck. I was bawling my fucking eyeballs out. Yeah. And then, so I had a typical experience watching The Notebook, but then cut to like five years later, I'm like 20 years old. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to watch The Fucking Notebook again. And I watched the DVD of The Notebook. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, mom, do you want to watch The Notebook with me? She's like, oh, I've never seen it. Or maybe it was not my mom. It was somebody. I can't remember who it was. It, maybe it was, like, my sister. Like, somebody. Uh, somebody God. in your family? Somebody. That, like, <laughs> you wouldn't want to watch uh, a really yes. intense sex scene uh-huh. with. I can't. Maybe it was my dad. Dude, I've had it was somebody. of those occurrences. But, but anyway. I, I watched the DVD with this person. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I was, uh, the sex scene came up, and I was like, Oh. <laughs> like, oh, oh no. <laughs> and the person was just like, and you know that tense silence that yeah. just like happens when, oh, yeah. you're, when, when you're, you're watching, watching a sex anything scene and like you don't look at the other person. You're just like, yeah, sitting there. Yeah. And you just stare at the screen. Have you? Because you don't look any, don't yeah. want to look anywhere else. Have you seen Hollywood? No, no. Okay, because 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 I started watching that with my parents and I decided that wasn't a good idea. Oh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's funny though my dad my mom will just like sit there and just like be silent with me <laughs> and then my dad will say like oh he'll go <laughs> he's so funny he'll go oh, I can't even say it he'll go, oh my god this is like a porno <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> holy this is a porn we're watching a porn <laughs> My dad says, oh, this is a gushy part. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Typical white dads, White right? dads have the fucking weirdest vernacular ever. <laughs> gushy part. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, God. I wish I could be more specific about who I was watching that with. But I know I was watching it with somebody that made it really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And and I didn't realize because I had only seen it with the cut sex part. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole sex part was in the DVD. And it was like a lot. But The Notebook is definitely... I I, I haven't watched it since because I know I'm just gonna like (sighs) burst into fucking tears. I fucking hyperventilated crying watching that film. And it it was because it was the scene the scene specifically is the one where he's like telling her the story and then she remembers. Mm. And then they're like dancing and then she forgets again. And then she like flips out. They have to come in and sedate her. And and he's crying, and then the the that part just fucking wrecks me I every know. time. And then the other part is when he goes in and at the end, the, and, with the, and he oh. lays down. Oh my god, April! He lays down with her. <laughs> he lays down with her, and they both pass, and it's just like that's why I cry for thirty yeah. minutes after. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> All right, so 
let's uh i want to hear your ugly cries that you have i have no idea i usually i will ask my guests beforehand like the gist of their stories i didn't do that to april today because <laughs> i love experiencing april's stories as they come <laughs> without Thank my you. knowledge because she's very funny um so i'm excited to if it's not a funny one there's no pressure <laughs> oh god <laughs> um but i i'm excited to hear what you have for us today well so i um so for any of you who don't know me um i had a brain surgery in january um and uh i'm gonna start with this one because it's a little more sad than uh happy because the happy one's a band um but (laughs) but um now leave them on a sad note (laughs) i'm just like make them feel it yeah But I had brain surgery in January. I had a tumor uh, in my head. It was a teratoma. It was benign, so that's really good. Um, But uh, while I was in the hospital, like, I experienced... I was there for 11 days, and I experienced a lot of moments um, where things just weren't right. You know, I was very upset, very emotional. I was crying a lot. When you Um, say things weren't just right, what do you mean? Like, well, like, things weren't medically right with you or like things around you were happening that were not right um i think just just emotionally uh okay not right with me. okay okay you know just because i that so was nobody such... was like wronging you in the hospital no okay no. okay i was i had such a like a uh, crazy experience emotionally uh because of it um and and i'm also partially deaf in both ears i have hearing aids so in order to sleep every night i was in the hospital i had to take out my hearing aids mm-hmm. um and but i mean you don't really sleep that much in the hospital anyway um i was constantly like having to go to the bathroom like different things like that and so <clears throat> there was so many nights where i would stay up and like sob and oh my God. it it was horrible like it it was i never wished that on my worst enemy um, just crying that much randomly and like I'll never forget one time my dad left the room for like an hour to go eat and he didn't tell me where he was going and I yelled at him because I didn't want to be left alone oh. because it was terrible being alone in a hospital bed. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean everything happened. I survived. Everything's good now. Um, obviously, but when I was in the recovery process at home, right, um, my parents had to like help me walk up the stairs, had to help me shower, different, different things. Right. Um, and so I was going through like therapy, which they have you do like physical therapy to get your body back in motion. Cause believe it or not, like brain surgery affects your entire body. It turns out your brain <laughs> controls everything Fucking that happens everything. in your body. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, you know, I was having a rough time. I mean, just walking, talking, like if I took a shower some days, it would be so much that I would be so tired. I couldn't do the rest of like anything the remainder of the day. Like it just wore me up. So I remember one day I went to therapy, like I had gone on a walk in the park across the street from my house and I had been doing all this stuff throughout the day. And so... I was, I go into my kitchen, I get out the toaster because I'm like, oh, you know what? I want, I want a piece of toast, right? You know, simple piece of toast. And, um, so I get out the toaster and I put the the bread in, my parents are there 
and I get the toast out and I put it on a plate and I get so tired all of a sudden, right? And I'm trying to cut the butter to like put on my toast and I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm trying and it's not happening and I just... <laughs> and I burst into tears. I'm like, I can't fire my toes. And I am <laughs> losing <sorry>. my mind <laughs> over this goddamn piece of toast. And my parents were like, they didn't know what to do. Like, they're like, what? What? It's, uh, it's toast. Like, what is happening? <laughs> but I cried so hard over this stupid ass piece of toast. But it's also, like, has everything to do with surgery, like, all this emotional thing It was happening. everything. It was everything all on top of it, but it ended up at the toast. <laughs> like, the toast was the ultimate. It was everything that I got through, and there was, like, Just I couldn't like, butter my fucking you- toast. That is an incredible, I love that. You just like projecting all of your internal issues and like all of your trauma and all of your emotional distress onto this piece of toast. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. And it happened multiple times over the course of my recovery. Oh no, where you would just, would you specifically toast? <laughs> or? No, just like oh, okay. with little shit like that. But like that day was so like in my mind where, like, I, I cried over butter and toast. <laughs> like, what? And it's just so funny, like, how that kind of stuff happens, you know? You getting tired <clears throat> over doing, like, basic tasks like that just, like, makes me think about every time I've ever, like, walked up the stairs and been so winded <laughs> and tired. <laughs> yeah, dude. I get upstairs and I'm like... You're like, okay. I'm like, all right. I walk into the room, I'm like, I'm talking to Matt. Matt will sit on the couch and be, hey. He's like, why are you breathing so hard? I'm like, I just went up the stairs. It's just, it's just that. That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, dude. So, I, I mean, it's not funny because obviously you were like, in some sort of like mental and emotional distress but like going through surgery is fucking hard i have never really had to the only surgery i've ever had and i'm not i'm not trying to like compare because this is nothing even close to brain surgery it's all good i had i had was only i had my wisdom teeth out yeah that was it but even that was a fucking ordeal yeah like it was i I came out of that telling my friend tressa about how, like, I needed her to bring me a smoothie, and I was crying over that. Like, it's just ridiculous. Just, yeah. Like, and honestly, when I found out, I didn't know that you had had, that you were having these problems. Yeah. Because we, we had kind of been out of touch. hmm And. I've been basically out of touch with everyone. I mean, it, the last two years, I was, like, not really hanging out with anyone, yeah. not really talking to anyone because I was going through so much like pain on my own mm-hmm. that like I just kind of just cut yourself off. Yeah. 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 That's hard. It's, <clears throat> that is really tough. Like when you're just going through so many things in your own life that you have to kind of just like shut yourself off. Like even, and even accepting, and you know, what's an interesting concept of that, that I think that people aren't aware of sometimes or like and myself included and or like don't think about is that is that when you're going through a really really hard time in your life 
with whether it be with like emotional stuff or medical things or like you know just uh, also uh, trauma or whatever it's hard to allow people in to support you oh yeah because there's a certain amount of like there's a certain amount of energy that you have to expend on people that are trying to help you. Yeah. And so when people, when, when you're struggling and you're like, and you're like going through your life and you're just like, I'm literally drowning. Like I, I'm, I'm having such a hard time, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, what can I do to help you? It's, that's a tough question for people yeah. who are going through hard times to answer Absolutely. a lot of the time because a lot of the time people don't know what they need. It's extra well, energy and, that and they don't have to it, answer absolutely. that question. And I think too, it, it has everything to do with the fact that like, I didn't know what was wrong with me. So even if people were like, oh, can I help you? I'm like, I don't know what you can help me with mm-hmm. because I have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about this until I got a CT scan mm-hmm. and then they told me to go straight to the emergency room. Yeah. It was just like, like I had no idea how severe and how like crazy my life was going to turn out because of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it beforehand I had basically like cut off all my connections with anyone besides like a couple people Mm -hmm. because I just like I didn't want to like let anyone down because I was constantly canceling plans yeah because of how I felt or whatever Mm -hmm. so I mean I don't know there was so many moments that I had over the last couple years that like are now fully explained you know yeah yeah did you feel and I hope I'm not prying. You can tell me if I'm, if I'm like prying into your, um, this is the first time I've seen April in a long time, (laughs) just so everybody knows. Um, but I, I'm wondering if, so before you found out, before you found out what was going on, were you having like, were you having those issues? Yes. So that that was when you were like cutting people off and like mm-hmm. you were having those problems until I, you found out what was what was going on. Oh yeah, like I oh, had okay. I had it for a while and then it wasn't until I almost crashed my car. Um, oh fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, I almost crashed my car in Bray Canyon. Well, not Bray, Carbon Canyon. Um, and that's so scary. Uh, yeah, it was, it was for those of you who horrifying. don't know what Carbon Canyon is, it's a very dark, very narrow, like one, one way. W- well, it's not one way. It's, it's a double it's, lane highway, but it's, it's, it's one lane on either side. Yes. And it, people rip through Carbon Canyon mm-hmm. and, and you know, the switchback, right? Yes. Is that where you where, almost crashed? Yeah. Oh my God. I passed out. It's very windy. Yeah. So, at that point, that's when I knew something was, like, severely wrong. Um, And that's when my doctor ordered the CT scan. But I didn't get the scan until after I came back from Cancun with my boyfriend and his family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I mean, I could have died on the plane. I could have died on the way there, on the way back. Because it could have ruptured, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, once I got back, I did a... uh, graveyard shift at Disneyland Hotel. I work at Disneyland Hotel, if anyone doesn't know. (laughs) Um, But uh, I did a graveyard shift there as the front desk and then uh, took a nap and then went to my CT scan at 3 o'clock 
And then they were like, you need to go straight to the emergency room. That's and fucking then that's when they found crazy. It. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's <clears throat> absolutely nuts. So I mean, the emotional toll that that took on me, like, was so severe in those days after, and even months after. Like, like as I cried over a fucking piece of toast, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just so ridiculous. People because- cried over less. <laughs> Right. I mean, feel like. I guess. I mean, hey, I, dude, you can't butter your toast? That fucking sucks. I'd be pissed too. I'd be fucking upset if I couldn't butter my toast. That sounded really sexual. Um, <laughs> I'd be mad if I couldn't butter my muffin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh shit. Well, but yeah, I mean, that. I got through it. Everything's good now. Um, but yeah, I mean, just. Surgery is, like, crazy emotional and, like, especially a surgery of that magnitude. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing. Like, when you're confronted with your compare. own mortality like mm-hmm. that, it's it was crazy. Like, he, the morning of, he literally was like, okay, this is how you can die, like, or, like, these, these they're are legally the, required to go yeah, through those with you. Exactly. So, like, it's like, you could die this way, or you could be paralyzed, or you could da 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 Like, I mean, they just went through everything in the book, and my dad and I were sitting there like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. but you just, at that point, you just gotta kind of go, well, it's either I get this tumor out, or, like, I'm gonna die. Either the tumor kills me, or the surgery kills me. Yeah. Which is, that's an insane thing to confront. Yeah. Oh my god. So that was really emotional. I can't even imagine. Really, really emotional. Yeah. I I mean, like I said, like, being confronted with your own mortality like that is, um, it's earth shattering, yeah. to say the least. Because most of us just kind of go through our lives like we're immortal. Yeah. And I you just never night. think, yeah, you just never think that... Things like that are going to affect you or ch- or change your life. And um, and then they do. And then all of a sudden, I mean, because, like, I'm one of those people. I'm not trying to make this about me. <laughs> but I'm one of those people that, like, I think, I think about my own mortality a lot. Yeah. And this is going to sound really concerning to every single person that's listening to this. But don't read into <clears throat> it. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I'm my anxiety causes me to lay in bed and, like, imagine, like, certain... Imagine, like, how it would feel to die certain ways. Yeah. (laughs) Which sounds really fucking morbid. And it's not fun. I don't uh, want that to happen, just so everybody knows. (laughs) But sometimes when your brain um, suffers from high levels of anxiety, that's just what happens. But, But I've never actually been in a position really well I guess I have because I've gotten into several pretty um intense car accidents yeah you're right and 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 that can really make you feel that way yeah like being in a traumatic situation like that can can be that but I've never had to like sit there and make decisions about about my life in in that way and I I hope that I won't have to be in that position, obviously. Yeah. So, but I'm glad I don't that think you're anyone okay. hopes that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, maybe there are there are you there are some crazy fuckers out there, dude. <laughs> there are some crazy. There are people that opt to get healthy limbs cut off. Have you ever seen that shit? What? Don't ever do that, anyone. Well, they have this thing <laughs> where they feel Christ. like they go in and they they're like, "I need you to cut my fucking arm off because it doesn't feel like it's a part of me." 
It's a neurological. It's like a neurological, like mental issue that is where they feel so like their limb insane. doesn't belong on their body, and so they go in, dude, and they try to get doctors to cut off a healthy limb. Have you seen Ratchet? No, don't don't spoil it. Okay, don't spoil it for me. If anyone has seen that <laughs> show, this makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's called. It's like Phantom Limb or like. Uh, it oh might not God, be phantom limb, so but crazy. crazy? People, people want them to cut their fucking arm off. They're, they're like, my leg doesn't feel like. They're like, my foot doesn't feel like it's attached to my body. My, my cut big it toe. Off. Yeah, cut it off. It's weird. It's so weird. But there are people like that that are just like. Then there are people with like fucking Munchausen. Wow, I really feel people like, with Munchausens like make yeah. themselves sick to go to the fucking yeah. doctor. Crazy shit. I really, I feel good about myself now. <laughs> to get my fucking <laughs> hand cut off. Um, okay, so what's your second ugly cry? All we right. have we have enough time. So. So. Um, I Okay, so I, I'm going to tell you a little bit of backstory. Um, so I met my boyfriend Corey when we were I was a sophomore in high school, he was a freshman in high school. And we met um on a football field, kind of like Fontana area. Um, we were there for a football game. I was a cheerleader. I was a junior cheerleader though, so I wasn't on the field. And he was supporting his brother's varsity football game. And um, it was extremely cold outside uh, at that time. And he had a blanket. And so I was like, "Hey, can I borrow your blanket?" So that's how we met, right? Oh, um, that's I mean, cute. from that day on, like, I. I've always been friends, in love with right? him. I've always mm. been in love with him. But, you know, when you're young like that, you don't really know that you're in love with someone, like, right at that moment. Like, you're like, oh, he's really cute, right? But then it isn't until later that you look back on the moment and you're like, when I looked into his eyes, I knew. Oh, you know? I'm going to um, throw up. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So, yeah, when I looked into Matt's eyes, um... I knew that I was going to have neck pain for the rest of yeah. my life because he's so tall. He's so fucking tall. <laughs> I don't even realize it sometimes. You're like, I have oh to like my God. lead my, my head neck. back. But he's going to have back pain because he has to bend over to hug me like all the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> he's a full true. foot taller that's true. than me. That's so. true. Um, but yeah, okay. so anyway, so we, we met then. And we dated a little bit, and then we were like, oh, we want... Well, he'll he'll tell you, I wanted to see other people. But he also <laughs> wanted to see other people. Like, let's be real. Anyway, so yeah, we... Yeah, Corey. <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't date, and then... Uh, so he's a year younger than me in grade, but only technically a month and 11 days younger than me in actual age. Oh, so he was my year. Yes. Okay. So you were 2012, I was 2011, he was also 2012. Cool. So anyway, so I graduated high school and I came back to see a show of his. Um, when, what, what, what kind of show? Um, it was a theater show. He did, um, was it Much Ado? Oh, God. One of them. It was, it was a Shakespeare play and he was the lead, right? Wow. And he was a senior that year. I was a freshman I didn't know that he was a theater guy. Mm-hmm. Well, just for like a smidge. Okay. But, it, <laughs> but 
I mean, he could be an actor if he really wanted to. He's brilliant. Anyway, but um, he was in that show, and I went back to see it, and I was like, oh, my God, he is so cute. What was I ever thinking, breaking up with him? So then, like, of course, we started ended up, we ended up starting to date again. And then he went off to Santa Barbara for college, right? And it was long distance, and it was really, really hard, and we were both going through a lot. And, you know, he wasn't really talking to me as often as I would like and so I was feeling kind of like oh like left out you know Mm -hmm. um and so it was just it was a really hard time and I ended up breaking up with him because Mm -hmm. I was like I can't I can't do this anymore like I I can't put my heart on the line so much Mm -hmm. and be so far away from you Mm -hmm. like it hurts it literally pains me and hurts me yeah long distance is really hard Mm -hmm. I feel like it. I feel like it takes so much out of you oh, to be yeah. away from your person like oh, that. Yeah. And I commend anybody that is able to do that successfully. Yeah, it is. It I is would the most literally follow thing. Matt anywhere in the world. Yeah, I me don't too. know if I could realistically be away from him for for an extended period of time like me that. Either. I would go anywhere. I I could do a couple months, but not. Not longer than that. I, I get mean, all fucking I... wigged out when I'm like away from him downstairs in the house. I know, for too dude. Long. Dude, I try to spend as much time with Corey as possible because I can't stand being away from him. I love him so much. I'll like be downstairs for most of the day, and Matt will be upstairs doing class and like playing video games and stuff. <laughs> I'll go upstairs and I'll walk in. I'll be like, "Hey," he's like, "Hey," and then I'll like go over to him and just be all up in his fucking business. <laughs> He's like, like, what is happening? <laughs> Why are you all up on me right now? I'm like, I just need to be next to you. I just need to love you. I, go, I haven't seen you all day. <laughs> like, I've been here. He's like, I've been right yeah. here. <laughs> so anyway, so we broke up. And then a couple years go by. We date other people. We live our lives. You know, it's college. We're a little crazy. We both have crazy moments with other people, whatever. <clears throat> and... Uh, I decide I'm going to do spring cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going through all my drawers and getting rid of shit and whatever. And I find this letter. Mm. And it's a letter he had written. By the way, I am listening to, like, some good old school country music at this point. <laughs> like, I'm, like, having a Maybe great day. I'm cleaning. <laughs> like, I'm just, yeah, I'm good old school country. And Got red solo cup. Yeah. In the no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, not red old solo More like, um, She's Got You by Patsy Cline or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Like, like that kind of stuff. And and I'm listening to that, and I pull out this letter. And it's handwritten. It's 11 pages long. Oh. And it's <laughs> hand... like a novel. Oh, yeah. And he has small fucking writing, okay? And it's Corey telling me, like, how much he loves me. And how wonderful I am and how, like, we should never have broken up and all this stuff. And he had given me this just after we broke up. And I was so upset and angry that I just put it away. You know? And I opened this up and I read the whole thing. Water fucking works. Like, I was on the floor listening to sad-ass country music, (laughs) crying my eyes out, reading this beautiful letter that he had written me. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do? 
Like, oh what the... I, I mean, it was, like, the ugliest I've ever cried. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And so I call my best friend Jillian. And Jillian and Tressa... So Jill, to give you guys kind of a, a background, Jillian and Tressa are my best friends growing up. Um, they have been with me through thick and thin... Um, but Jillian, uh, specifically is much more emotional than Tressa and she'll probably end up listening to this too, but she's, she more gets me on like the heart and soul, you know, Jillian like subscribe, (laughs) (laughs) leave me a rating. (laughs) I'm not kidding. But anyway, (laughs) but Jillian, like she, I call her and I'm like, like I am a fucking <laughs> she's like what <laughs> and I'm like so I read this letter that Corey wrote me and I just need to talk to him I love him still like blah blah and she's like well <laughs> <laughs> she's like so I was listening to Ryan Seacrest a few days ago and he has a whole thing on his segment on the radio where he texts, he says to text someone, tell me something good. And if they respond, then maybe you'll have a relationship of some sort in the future. But if they don't respond, like it's over, it's done with, right? So I'm like, okay. She's like, so text him and say, tell me something good. And I'm like, okay, all right. Like, what have I got to lose at this point, right? So I text him and I say, tell me something good. And he texts me back and he's like, who's this? <gasps> oh, like, no. Fuck, 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 fuck. I was like, tell me something good. Who's this? Fuck you. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. And, I, and then I'm thinking, I don't want to say who it is. What if Did he, he doesn't want to talk to me? Number? Listen. Oh my so god. So I so I'm like, I don't want to see who it is. Like, like then he might not text me back. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I got this. So I text him and I was like, is this Corey Ruiz? And he's like, yes. And I and I'm like, okay, so I can say my name. I was like, this is April Springer. And he, like, sends me this whole long text about how he's in Cancun with his girlfriend. And he's having this great old time with his family and his girlfriend. And they're wonderful together and blah, blah, blah. And my heart is broken. I mean, I'm already sobbing. Yeah. And my heart is just broken. And then, like, five minutes later, he texts me and he's like, I'm just kidding. And he sends me a picture of the sunset in Cancun. And... Then we just start talking from there and like we got together afterwards and I mean the rest is history. Obviously we're still together. It's been four years. But that moment was like the ugliest fucking cry <laughs> of my life. Oh my I I mean, I still have the letter. I will forever keep that letter. It is the most beautiful thing anyone's ever written me. Aww. And I Oh, I love that. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest saved your relationship. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? You should write Ryan Seacrest the letter. I should. <laughs> I should. We're so happy together. Just so you know, the what's good or whatever. <laughs> Tell me something <laughs> Tell good. Tell me something good. 
saved my relationship. <laughs> Thanks. Want to come to our wedding? <laughs> and also pay you for should it. You should our wedding. <laughs> you should pay for our wedding. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, oh, Jillian, I love that. Jillian totally changed my life in that like moment too because, you know, that was so like special, you know? That's so great. Oh, that made me feel good. Yeah, it's a feel-good, ugly cry. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, April, thanks for, believe it or not, we've been talking for about an hour. Oh, my goodness. I know it goes by so fast, right? It does. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for coming by here, and it's just been a delight to see you. Um, it's always good to, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I don't remember who, but um, having people in your life that, you know, like new friends are great, and I love all of the new friends that I've made. Like, at like the at my school. Oh, I guess I can say the 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 college, not the community college. I won't say that name, but I'll say I at Cal State Fullerton. Um, God, sorry, <laughs> having a fucking conniption. Um, but you know, I, I love all of the friends that I've made at Cal State Fullerton, but. It's really nice to have people, like, in my life that I, that know, like, my history and that I've been friends with for, like, you know, even just, we've been friends for about, like, seven years. Yeah. And that's a significant amount of time, and I just am thankful for you, and, um... And I just love you very much. And I'm glad that you, you were too. able to come do this. And I'm glad that you're fucking alive. I am too. <laughs> it's great to be fucking alive. Yeah, dude. Um, everybody, thank you for listening this week and every week. Um, go ahead and um, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Please leave me a five-star rating. April did. <laughs> I did. Because <laughs> she's fucking my friend. <laughs> and like I said earlier, if you want to be on an episode of this, please just shoot me a DM. I can do remote episodes. Um, and then we could also socially distance at my house and do an episode here if you want. I know that with COVID, things get a little dicey, but I'm literally just sitting in my house all day. So, um we can we can work something out but absolutely yeah if you want to do an episode just hit me up um and have a great week yeah have a great week everyone (laughs) okay bye the ugly cry podcast theme song was created by asia simone